0: Hey, hello, I'm Justin Belguarini, CEO and founder of Live to Perform, and you are listening to the Warrior Artist podcast. Today's episode is titled, What the Heck is R-O-I? Whew. Today is my wife's birthday, and it has already been a very interesting day. My child, one of my children, has gotten up at 3:30. Uh, and had a very difficult time going to bed. I have been up since 3.30 in the morning. I think it's currently 5.57 in the morning now. My wife's been up and down. Even the podcast that you're about to hear has been interrupted a bunch of times. Um, So there's some little glitches in there. Not like glitch glitches, but anyway, you'll see what I mean. But um, bear with me. (laughs) It's just... Oh, it's already been a day and it's just started. But kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. As artists, we work years, decades, sometimes our entire lives honing our craft, trying to become masters, and Yet it's all for moments, for a great audition, for a great performance, for a great run in a show. But what happens in between those moments? We are doing battle every single day with ourselves and with the industry and with all the things going on in our lives. But the real question is how do we prepare our minds, our spirits, our bodies, and our business sense to do battle and to win on the battlefield of our artistry. The Warrior Artist Podcast answers those questions and a whole lot more. I'm Justin Belguarini, and you're listening to The Warrior Artist Podcast. A long time ago, somebody asked me, do you know what R-O-I is? I said, oh yeah, it's... um uh, it's a store that you go to where you can buy, like, camping gear and, and, and like, stuff if you're going to climb a mountain. And they smiled at me, and they said, no, that's R-E-I. I said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they repeated the question. Do you know what R-O-I is? And I said, well, yeah, yeah, no. And they said, it's Returned on investment, ROI, return on investment. And I had no idea at the time how much that phrase would mean to my life. I had a vague idea of what it meant to business people doing businessy things like sales and all that. But I didn't really know how to apply it to what I was going through just in life and certainly not as an artist. But I think back when I went to college and I entered into college with one of the most dangerous mindsets that you can enter into schooling, certainly, uh, with. And it was this, what can school do for me? See, I was a big fish in a small pond. I grew up in a small town and I was known for my ability to sing and perform. And then I went to a bigger city and I thought, okay, school's going to make me better. I'm going to go here and they're going to make me better. What can they do for me? And it didn't work very well for me. There were amazing classes, amazing teachers, but I was waiting around to see what it would do for me. And yes, I learned, and yes, I grew. But I was unwilling to play full out and I was unaware of what the return on my investment was. And I found myself upset and depressed one evening on the outside sort of balcony, you know, the, the uh, stairwells in dorms, and some of them have uh, the only way to get from one stairwell to another is sort of like the, it's like a, almost like a fire escapey sort of thing inside, but there are these little like sort of balconies that you have to go out one door and in, into another and, da, 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 da. but I found myself out on one of those balconies and I was sitting, I was depressed. I didn't want to be in my room with my roommate. I just wanted to be alone. And I looked over the balcony. I was about three, four stories up. And I thought to myself, I could just jump. And for the first time in my life, that thought crossed my mind. And sidebar here, as artists, as sensitive people, we struggle mightily. Every day with emotions and our sense of purpose and feelings like that feeling like I did then like you know what I could just I could just just take myself out of the game right now and I was three or four stories up and I don't know if that fall would have killed me I mean I'm sure there's a way that I could have done it where it would have killed me but it would have hurt me significantly And if you're having thoughts and feelings like that, first and foremost, they are normal. Second of all, there are resources, people, hotlines, numbers that you can call and you can talk to somebody. You are not alone. You do not have to suffer alone. And This is not a public service announcement for suicide prevention, but it bears saying that I care about my community. And when I'm speaking about my own journey, through that it's important for me to let you know that there is and are places that you can go people you can talk to and you are not alone in the way that you feel and there are people who have felt like you feel and have made it through to the other side and are better for having lived or stayed whole or not harmed themselves so reach out so going back to that moment I frightened myself enough that I sought help not only did I seek help I sought medication another thing I believe in wholeheartedly And so in that moment, relating back to ROI, I did not see the return on the investment that I was making. What investment was I making? Well, I was getting up and I was going to class. And unfortunately, my very first class was art appreciation, where I went into a classroom and a darkened classroom early in the morning, early in the morning. And we looked at slides of paintings, and I had to memorize them and know things about them and then take tests. And, you know, I look back on it now, and of course, that was so simple and easy. It just was, you know, one of those liberal arts classes, and it didn't have really much of anything to do with Vocal performance, which was my major But it was one of those things that they you Just classes you gotta take So that you can get the accreditation So that you can get the degree But Being 19 Or 18 or 19 at the time you know, pfft, I didn't see any of that Yet I was making Other investments of going to Dance class And going to music theory classes, and all the things that you do, but I was not seeing the return. Another story, I was in a workshop for a musical based on one of my most favorite books of all time, and the actor who was one of the leads, an actor who was one of the leads, the day we had the presentation, and now forgive me if you know this, but if you don't know this, when you do like a workshop Uh, for a new musical, you get together and all these actors sit around a table and you're paid pennies uh, just to work out the material. You sit and you read it and you read it and the authors listen to it. Uh, The creative team listens to it and they make changes and you sing through the music and things that don't make sense get tightened up and eventually you perform it for a group of people. And usually you stand at music stands or there's some minimal choreography or something like that. There's all kinds of union rules around it. And so we were doing that. And we worked hard. I mean, I think it was like a, maybe like a two-week thing or maybe it was a one-week thing. And at the end of the week, the day of the presentation... And there were important people coming because these whole things, I mean, their presentations to see, does this material work for an audience? Their presentation to see, okay, we're going to invite people with money who we want to invest in this show. There's a there's there's all kinds of important reasons to put on these workshops for new musicals. And important people show up, theater owners, producers, investors show up. And this actor came up to me the morning of the big day, and he said to me, and he was one of the leads, one of the most important people in the show, and he said to me, oh, man, oh, I was out drinking last night, and I had to take three prednisone just to phonate today. And the translation for that is that I had to take three steroid pills because I was so, my voice was so ragged and worn out from going out and drinking the night before. I had to take three steroid pills in order to reduce the swelling in my vocal cords and in my general everything in order to be able to just sing a few notes. to to get sound to come out of there. And so how does that apply to a return on investment? He made the investment of being in this show, working hard all week like the rest of us, like the creative staff. But he also made an additional investment in going out and drinking and having fun. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I think you see where I'm going, though. And so his return on that investment, party time, was damage significant enough that he would have to take serious medical drugs, steroids in order to be able to reduce the damage enough, just enough, so that he could do his job that he'd been working so hard on all week. So let's go back to my first story, being on the balcony. I didn't see the return on the investment that I was making in college because I was so stuck in the present moment one and two because I was impatient and three because I had no discipline there's a saying that I forget where it comes from <coughs> excuse me i think it, it comes, uh, it might be a biblical saying, but um, without a vision, the people perish. And it's very true, even personally, without a vision, your goals, your ideas, your whole purpose is fuzzy. And you're, that thing, those things that got you into performing, got you into, got you excited about what it is that you're doing literally dies. Without a vision, the people perish. And I was so stuck in the present moment that I could not see any of the return On the investment that I was making in going to dance class, in going to music theory class, in going to my voice lessons, in learning how to read music, in learning how to sight sing, in learning how to play piano properly. And I was so impatient because I wanted to still be that big fish. But I was a normal sized fish in a much larger pond. And I had no discipline. Second story, that actor who went out drinking and had to take three pills of steroids just to sing. He worked so hard all that week and he made his investment in the work and then he made his investment in party time the night before but the return on that investment the partying was that he had to take steroids now steroids when you take them they help to reduce swelling in the body but a very nasty side effect of steroids is that they completely crash your immune system if you take enough of them and this young man took a lot of them in order to be able to do what he does so what he did so The return on that investment was that he had to take steroids, which is also like another investment. And the return on taking steroids is that it crashes your immune system and he ended up getting sick after the fact. So the point here is, one, without a vision, the people perish. When you are feeling like, what is the point of all this? What the heck am I doing? You have a vision problem. And I would encourage you to take the long view of what it is that you're seeking. I mean, you can look in a ton of goal setting books or or. Self help books and. In many of them, you will find a theme. That talks about. Holding a vision of the future in your mind. Don't live in that future paradise. <laughs> like Stevie Wonder would say, I've been spending most of our lives living in a. Pastime paradise. Well, don't live in the future paradise either. You have to also be present, but don't get so stuck in the present like I did in college that you cannot see the future and that you miss out on the growth that's happening. You don't always see it. And I'll get to that in a second, but taking the long view and saying, okay, I know where it is that I want to go. and I'm going to hold that in my mind. I mean, it's like the, the secret. If you've ever seen The Secret, it's like, you know, you, you just for five minutes a day, all you got to do is sit and close your eyes and just imagine. What it looks like, what it feels like, what it smells like, what it sounds like to have the thing. Or things that you want. Whether it's in your body or in your relationships or in your. Whatever. In your bank account. Without a vision, the people perish. Two, discipline. What does discipline mean? A definition of discipline is training that produces obedience or self control. And I hate the word obedience personally because it doesn't feel like I like I'm a dog like I'm being like I should sit and roll over and blah 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 and you know we suffer enough from the master-servant relationship as artists (laughs) don't we (laughs) I go back to my cattle analogy you know where we we see ourselves as cattle We see ourselves as grasshoppers, therefore the Pharisees see us as grasshoppers. We see ourselves as cattle, therefore the ranch owners see us as cattle. We see ourselves as expendable actors and performers, therefore the producers, the directors, the people in power see us as expendable. So I don't really love the word obedience, but I do love the word self-control. To be in command of the self. And it's not, it is a big concept, but it's just like, think about it, you know? We make an investment in dance class so that we can make our limbs obey our commands. That's an obedience that I like. The self-control to be able to hold an arabesque at a certain angle and using the proper muscles to create beautiful lines for a voice, training it so that we don't even have to think about how to get up to that high note it just becomes second nature and our muscles and our entire body and our entire being obeys our commands maybe I do like obedience (laughs) not the word but the feel of it in this context yeah and that requires discipline. I did not have discipline in college. Had I had the discipline that I should have had, I would have put my nose to the grindstone, as they say, and in doing so, in taking the long view, I would have begun to see there was a return on my investment. I would have seen, oh my goodness, I am actually getting better at sight reading and sight singing I'm in dance class uh, a major that's not mine but here these these instructors are taking the time with me because I would go to dance class with dancers not just I would I would skip some of my other classes some of the liberal arts classes that I hated which was dumb because I needed to be in them and, and and doing them but I would go to dance class and be in the class with dance majors and the dance teachers would actually take the time to work with me and to make sure that I was doing the movements right when we were doing floor exercises and I would have been so much more aware of the fact that oh my god there are these people here and I was auditing those classes but they let me in because they knew that I was, I was committed, I, I wanted to be, I wanted to learn. And had I had the discipline and the long view, I would have seen that, oh my goodness, these people, these amazing teachers are taking the time to work with me who is not even one of their students. In that second story, had that young man had the discipline to not go out the night before And wait, let me say Nothing wrong with going out I don't know if I said this But there's absolutely nothing wrong with going out and partying Having fun, having a great time All for it But the night before A major performance I mean that's kind of like Duh to to some of you But others You know, oh It's oh, not that big a deal, come on there's a, especially when you're young, you don't think that, but there's actually a, a woman that I worked with who is so funny. And she's like, you know what? I discovered a long time ago that I can sing with a hangover that I'm just fine. My voice is not affected by alcohol. And this is a woman who is older. She's not old by any stretch of the imagination, but she's, she's older than I am. And I'm 40. And so that works for some people. Most people, that does not work for. But had he had the discipline to not go out that night, he would not have had to make the secondary, or I would say even at this point, third investment of taking steroids that ultimately would crash his immune system and make him sick for the week after. Had he taken the long view, had he had the discipline he would not have put himself out for a week. And within that week, who knows what he had to turn down? Because, we, we you know, we, we feast in famine as performers. And it's like, I, I can tell you how many years I've gone through literally just going from one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. It's driven my wife and my family crazy. Because they're like, wait, what? You're doing that? I'm like, yes. The opportunity comes up. You take it. Seize the day. What did he miss that week or two weeks or however long it was that he was sick? You know, what what brass ring or golden thread did he miss that would have taken him and his life perhaps on a completely different track or a different journey? And it's so easy to miss that when you're younger and when you don't take the long view. My third and final point, find your ROI. And how do you find your return on investment? Yes, it takes a long view. Yes, it takes discipline. But something that we don't do in our performance life that we do or should be doing in other parts of our life is we don't measure it. When you make things measurable, and you're able to track it, track the metrics, track the numbers, then you're able to see how much or how little you have grown. Now, that, that seems really vague in terms of a, a performance or artistry, But let's take something that's easily measurable, easily trackable, and that's money. (laughs) That's something that we, as artists and performers, very often do not track, but we should be doing it. And it's very easy. I mean, there's there's, there's apps for that, left and right, that used to be before the phones that you would write in your checkbook in the checks that you were spending, in the money that you were spending... And, you know, nobody uses Checkbook, not that way anymore. Very, very few people use Checkbooks and, and balance their accounts that way anymore because we have apps and the banks just do it for us, you know, when we clackety-clack on the keys, right? But when it comes to artistry and tracking our progress with a journal or with an app, it's as easy to track if you think about it, if you just take it a second, it's as easy to track your ability to do an arabesque as it is to track your spending if you're a dancer and you want to perfect your arabesque or to make it the, the lines different or whatever i mean there is and i'm not a dancer so forgive me dancers for just going here but you know it's like have a friend take a protractor again this is really clunky but i think you see what i'm saying right like there's a way if you do your arabesque for example you know you lift up the old leg how long can i hold this for comfortably before it starts to hurt before my my butt starts to cramp or whatever it is and you continue to practice and you continue to work on your arabesque and if you track okay the first time i did it i was able to hold it for 20 seconds simple as that forget my protractor (laughs) it's so silly it's so overthinking it i'm gonna keep it simple just time so the first time I was able to hold it for 20 seconds, and then I'm gonna, you know, work out, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna do my dance class, I'm gonna stretch, I'm gonna do some other stuff, I'm gonna work on you know the muscle groups that are involved with my arabesque. And, you know, maybe that entire week I can only hold it for 20 seconds, but the next week, as I'm tracking it, as I daily or every other day, or whatever the the time element is. I track it and I say, okay, that next week, whoa, 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 I'm able to hold it for 25 seconds or 30 seconds. And then a week after that, I'm able to hold it for 35. And you begin to track it and you can see where you're growing. And even then you can really drill down and say, well, oh man, I didn't get very much sleep a couple nights. And now I'm back to 20 seconds. But then I get a little bit of sleep, I recharge my muscles, I do this, I do that, and okay, I'm back up now to 35 or 40 or a minute or whatever it is. And you begin to make it measurable and you can track your progress, thereby being able to see the literal return on the investment, the work that you put in. And the final half of this point is that there are more than one type Sorry about that. I got interrupted. I'm recording this on my phone, and my alarm went off, and so I got cut off. So um, I'll, I'll wrap it up. The thing that I was saying is that there's more than one type of return on investment. So we talked about the vision, the taking the long view. We talked about discipline. We talked about measuring in order to find your return on investment. But think about it. There are different types of returns on investment. There is time spent with family, time spent developing meaningful relationships, saving money, the ease of learning, confidence, peace of mind, there's all kinds of return on investment. See, when I hear return on investment, I think money. Okay, I make an investment in a stock. How much money do I get out? What's my return? But there are all kinds of returns on investment. And if you're not seeing it in what it is that you're doing, maybe you're not looking for the right kind of return. You know, for example, the peace of mind that comes with learning a script a couple of days before as opposed to learning it the night before you have to do something. Now, there's some instances where we just get the script the day before and then we've got to go in and do an audition performance the next morning. Sometimes I've gotten scripts at night and then been asked to go in at 11 o'clock the next morning and do something. And that's just, that's what we do, right? It's part of the reason why we Go to school and because this is what we are—that's what they expect us to do. It's ridiculous, but they expect us to do it, and we have to do it. But think about the difference in the investment—the huge investment that you make learning something the night before, versus learning it bit by bit, the smaller investments that compound bit by bit a few days before. The peace of mind that comes with knowing your stuff when you walk into the room for an audition performance or knowing your stuff when you walk onto the set for your performance, knowing your stuff when you walk onto your stage. That's a huge return on investment that a lot of people don't think about. The ease of learning when you have studied, studied, studied. For example, for me... It's much, much easier for me to learn a brand new song. I was able to learn an entire musical, new musical, in two days because of the study that I have put into, the investment I have put into sight singing and reading music and learning and ingesting things using a memorization technique that I will... share with you at some point I've made those investments and my return is the ease of learning something so quickly and being able to put it right up on stage doesn't mean that doesn't make me feel a little crazy but it's something that I could have never done had I not made the investment my return on my investment was the fact that I was able to do something that very few people can do so To wrap it up, without a vision, the people perish. Take the long view. Keep the vision of... Oh, this is one of those days where I just get interrupted, but I'm going to push through. Okay, so like I was saying, without a vision, the people perish. Take the long view. Hold that vision of the future in your mind. (laughs) Feel it. Smell it. Taste it. Live it. See it. Two, discipline. Train yourself. Produce obedience in your mind, body, spirit. It will lead to self-control. Self-control is so important. (laughs) Don't be that guy or that girl who does something dumb before one of the biggest opportunities of their life, potentially. Right? Three. Find your return on investment. And there are two points to this. Make it measurable so that you can see where you're growing or not growing. Two, remember that there are multiple types of return on investments. We just think about money when it's return on investment. But there's time spent with family developing relationships that are meaningful. Also saving money, things like that. Ease of learning, peace of mind, confidence. If you can take those three points and apply them to your life and your performance, you will begin to see the return on the investment and you will understand how to make better investments and then you will want to make bigger investments on the things that are giving you the greatest returns. And that is ROI. That's all I got for you. I'm Justin Bell Guarini. You've been listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, anything at all, you can email me at justin at ilivetoperform.com. That's dot com. Thank you for being patient with all these crazy wacky-do interruptions. But hey, look, that's how life goes. All right, make it a good one.